Welcome to Goonies World. My name is Goonie, and also known as Colin, and I am joined, as always, by Johnny Pharaoh, also known as Sean. Hello, everybody. And our GM, I guess, whatever you want to call him, uh, Manny, also known as Ryan. That's me. Yeah. Are you a hammer master tonight? Um, I'm a navigator. A navigator. Apparently. That's right. Yeah. As we are going to be jumping into a game called Hammer of the Earth. Now, this is I picked up some time ago um, <clears throat> a book called The Ultimate Micro RPG Book. Now, this is something you have to buy. Um, obviously, we've played a whole bunch on this show of you know free. One page, handwritten stuff. Hell, we started with I think lasers and feelings, yeah. um, and we, th- that we know that has been kind of a trend here. But this one is um, you actually have to like buy the book, and there's like forty little cute little one page RPGs in it. And Hammer of the Earth is one of them. And um, basically, um, it is the post apocalypse. Some great cataclysm has happened that has been lost to memory, and uh, the planet have has been sort of consumed um, by this by this great sort of vine, I guess, um, called the creeping ruin, and it just basically strangles everything, man-made cities and and, and vehicles and everything, and just destroys and and most people have have basically given up and just uh you know live in the forests sort of scraping out barely scraping out existences um in this you know the forest that has overgrown the the earth um but you are not um you guys live on the hammer of the earth, which is a massive train. Um, I probably should have just read out of the book directly instead of trying to summarize right. it because of, um, but, but yeah, so it's this, this massive train, uh, each carriage, you know, contains like 10,000 people living, you know, live in it. And, um, you are the outriders. It is your job to go out into the wilderness and uh, find fuel for this giant train, which is the only thing that hasn't been killed by the Creeping Ruin, and nobody knows why. There are a bunch of theories, like, you know, uh, an ancient dead civilization struck a bargain with a forgotten god to, you know, keep the tracks safe or whatever, but nobody actually knows for sure what the hell's going on. But what's what is go- what is going on in the immediate future is that the hammer has three days of fuel remaining. And so as outriders, you've been called by the navigator to uh, come meet him in the, uh, the you know, the, the locomotive, um, the massive locomotive, um, where he will, um, you know, divine using the... Uh, stars and the ancient texts and stuff three opportunities 
for you to go out and uh, get fuel, and he has summoned you um, to his office, so to speak, uh, that night. Uh, or this night. Okay. Well, um, <clears throat> I guess I will introduce my character. Yeah, let's do that. Um, his name is Thaddeus Jib- Jibroni. Jibroni, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, to summarize his personality, I guess he's kind of um, well, pretty much. I, I'm assuming that it's like a lot of other people. He's kind of lived his whole life on this train, and uh, he's he's very accustomed to train life. He hates nature, um, and he's. Yeah, it's got the, um... Oh, I forgot to write it down. I think it was called Materia. That's his... Materia, yes. That's his, uh, profession, I guess. His his faction trait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, that's him. My guy is, uh, Moonbeam Poe. Tall, willowy fellow with long hair. He's a... Seriously receding hairlines. So his, his hair like kind of starts in the middle, you know, of his head and goes back from there. But otherwise, it's super long. And he's like uh, uncommonly tall, but really skinny. And he is his faction trait is nature. He loves nature. But uh, he became an outrider because he was interested in how the ruin occurred and how or if nature can sort of untwist itself from the you know the twisted flora and fauna that covers the world we can somehow get things back to the way things should be that's his ultimate motivation and yeah he if he already knows uh, that is he probably doesn't love him i figured we're probably from different carriages (laughs) because i think i'm from a staten island carriage or something Uh, i think i'm from you know like southern california carriage actually so. Yeah, I thought that. There's 50 carriages. There's one for each former state, actually. <laughs> of course of course there is. Right. Why wouldn't there be? Yeah, it's just zigzagging around like a great big ticket-to-ride board. You know, <laughs> just going around the every track. No, but, but uh, no, I, I guess, you know, summons to meet with the navigator, that's a big deal. So I guess they picked the best, me and you. But I think that means uh, we got to go out to, in the fucking jungle and shit. And do some bullshit out there with the grasses and leaves and all that stuff. I can't stand it. Well, it's the job, you know. It's the job you signed up for. So, so with a good spirit, good attitude, right? Uh, Good. Keep moving forward. Uh, But, yeah, you know, seriously, I'm sure that you've got skills I don't have. uh, Oh, you you bet I I do. Yeah, I'm sure you do, but but I'm comfortable in nature and... uh, you know, nature just needs to be coaxed back to life, brother. Just needs to be coaxed back to life. There's a way. Coaxed, There's always it's a way. already... What are you talking about, coaxed back to life? It's already living its best fucking life. It's overgrown over the whole f- world. It's overtaken everything. We no, gotta kill like it a, all. No, this like a, that's like a sickness, you know. That's like a sickness. What you're looking at, the ruin is like a, a nature cancer, okay? And we need to go in there and... and 
find the find the root cause and try to deal with it that way. But I think there's probably a more pressing and immediate problem. You know, I think life on this train is not infinitely sustainable. But maybe we should go talk to the the navigator, like I'm saying. But anyway, I'm I'm always glad to see you. you know, how's life down there in the Staten carriage? Everything good? It's great. I love it. I it's a great place to live. Great place. Great great place to raise a family. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, Daddy. Okay. You could call me Thaddy if you want. Thaddy. Okay, Thaddy. Great, great. You call me Mooney if you want. No, I'm not going <laughs> to do Mooney. that. It's Mooney's world. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. We'll go. Uh, we'll go to the, the command carriage and, and talk to the navigator. Right. So uh, you make your way uh, through the through various carriages up to the front where the navigator has his office and um <clears throat> you know it's night obviously um the clear sky stars are out and uh you know you can see the trees of the basically you know one big forest that now covers the entire earth um and obviously as you get closer towards the front of the train you know you can hear the thrumming of, and the of the engine and the and the the hum of the of the engine gets much much louder, and uh, you find yourself standing um, outside of a a door um, that is that sort of leads into the navigator's office, as he likes to call it, uh, in the locomotive. And uh, before you can knock on it or um, you know, open it to walk in. It opens for you, and uh, the navigator is standing there. He's a short, old man, and he says, "Ah, yes, come in quickly, quickly, come in." Yeah, right, right. we have time is of the essence. Okay, sir, you got it. Okay, and you walk in, and he's got um, a desk. Um, he's got several books over, and there are bookcases line one of the walls, um, and there's a door. Um, at the opposite end that leads into kind of the um, engine control room and everything. Um, this is, but this is more of like a, almost like a library. It looks like, yeah. and he's got a, a big desk with, you know, all kinds of open books and a, and a large piece of paper, which he's been scrawling notes upon. I don't like books or paper because they're made from trees. That's nature. I hate. Yes. Nature. Well, I'm afraid you're going to have to go out into into the nature. I knew it. Yes, unfortunately, the hammer has only three days of fuel left. Oh, no. Mm, Yes. I told you it's not sustainable. I've been divining some opportunities for you to search for more fuel. I believe that There is a festering power plant in a long-dead city which may contain the resources we need. Festering. Great. In addition, I have heard that there is a settlement, a a human settlement, suspended in an enormous tree. If you could find it, I believe you would have the fuel that we need. Hmm. Hmm. And I already rolled that one. I already rolled that one. God damn it, I keep rolling the same thing over and over again. Maybe it's, <laughs> oh my god. Maybe it's fate. Is, you are divining. You know. Finally, I rolled something different. 
and I believe that there is a remote cave surrounded by strange beasts which may contain the fuel we need. I'm not sure which of these seems most promising. None of them, but uh, I guess we gotta go to at least <clears throat> gotta go try and look for the, at least one of these. You know, I guess, or maybe all of them. We can't find them. Can't find any fuel. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, we gotta check them all out. I mean, if we find fuel, great, but we might find more fuel. Because you know, we gotta have plenty of fuel. Because otherwise, it's not really a once and for all type of solution, is it? Well, no, I. It's uh, uh, we will probably won't have to go out. You know, it won't be us having to risk our necks next time. We we're gonna do this, right? We we got chosen. That's and, right. Uh, we got chosen. It's a great honor, you, you know, but uh, once is enough for me. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But yes, well, I hope I do hope that by the time you know we we're able to find enough fuel that I can divine the answers to finally rid the world of the creeping ruin. Absolutely. I'm, I'm right there with you. But yeah, so it seems we've got three good options here. Uh, and uh, presumably they're all in the, the vicinity. So what do you suggest, uh, Mr. Navigator, that we just uh, hop off and start hoofing it around and keep our eyes open? Or what's, what do you think is our best bet? Well, unfortunately, they, all, they are not all nearby. No, well, it's too bad. We would need, if we, if, if we were to pursue the power plant option in the city, that is the furthest. But I think it may be the most likely mm-hmm. yeah. to actually contain fuel. Okay. Unfortunately, that is uh, going to be about 12 hours before we are in the vicinity. Uh, what kind of power plant are we talking about? Is this nuclear... I, I'm not sure. The stars didn't say, but if I had to guess, probably coal. Uh, that's too bad because so uh, I thought maybe we could uh, get some, you know, like radiation stuff, and way that we could use that on this stupid vines and stuff. Uh, you're looking for an anti-festering suit, because you know what what was defined is that it's a festering power plant, whatever it is, which doesn't sound good, but. You know. Yeah, well, I just thought maybe we could uh, fight fight these uh, plants and stuff with with some kind of uh, nuclear uh, sludge or something we find. Why not fight the plants with love? Have you ever tried that? You ever tried just reaching out and <laughs> hugging the vine and see what happens? No, you'll get a rash. Everyone oh, knows that. Okay. okay, okay, sure, okay, all right, sure. I got you, Daddy, it's okay. So the enormous tree containing the suspended settlement, that is but six hours before we're in the vicinity. And you say there's people there? I believe so, yes. The stars did not explicitly say, but I assume that if it's a settlement, there must be people there. Now, people I like. I don't like nature, and, but people but, is different than nature. And the remote cave is the closest it will take us only three hours to be in the vicinity. Hmm. Okay. Right. So, so in your experience, uh, Mr. Navigator, is it uh, 
Is this sort of like a gamble where we need to pick one of these and then uh, we, we've lost our shot at the others? Or is this the sort of thing where we could take a look at the first one that comes up? And, uh, of course, if we get off, I guess the train keeps going. But, gosh, we're probably so big that we could just <laughs> get on another end. I don't know. Are we committed to one once we pick it? I mean, I guess once we pass by, for example, we hop off and walk back. Seems like it'd be a long walk. What are the mechanics of that? Um, actually, I'm not entirely clear, uh, just metagamingly speaking, because the, the rules don't explicitly say, but it, yeah. it looks like you basically have to commit to one mm. and then either succeed or fail. But... Um, I, I don't. I'm not really sure. Huh. So um, yeah, and I don't you know. For all I know, this train's like you know takes four days to even pass. It's so big. You know, you could get out and go do something and come back and catch a further back car or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, th- I mean, so the train is going to stop presumably oh, okay. to let you off and wait for you to come back. Okay. So that's good. theoretically, you could. The only risk would be. Wasting time, time, you know, which we don't want to do. There's a whole mechanics in this game all related to the passage of time, as we will no doubt uncover soon enough. Right, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I kind of. You mentioned people, Thaddeus, and uh, you know, people often know things. They know their environment. They have answers. You know, it's tempting to make that our first stop. Really, it's the second. It's all the six hours away. You know, we've got that remote cave that comes up first, but. I kind of, uh, if I had to pick one, I'd, I'd say go with the humans, because more brains, more solutions, potential new friendships, romance. <laughs> yeah, then now you're talking. I thought that might interest you. Okay, all right. Okay, Danny, it's okay. Yeah, but what kind of people are they living in a tree? Might be, <laughs> you know, animals almost. Well, I think they'd be swingers. Uh, they're suspended swinging up in the trees. So they, they swing, most likely. Yeah, well, I ain't uh, interested in having a romantic relationship with a orangutan, you know. Sure, sure. Well, it's up to you. I mean, I don't know. If you think we should stop and explore this remote cave, I think that it's got just as good a chance as anything else, as far as I know, but... Uh, people are always more interesting to me and you know you're wrong when you said people aren't the same as nature we, we are nature buddy you and I that's not true no no you're you're nature you're nature's way of knowing itself man just remember that okay people okay, people is man man versus nature nature ain't man that's didn't you learn nothing in school I think maybe it's that antagonistic attitude that's created the the problem in the first place with the with the creeping ruin. You know, so uh, we gotta live with nature. But but that, my point is, we could stop by if you, you know if we uh we could miss our chance to stop and check out this cave. It's a remote. Yeah, you but go? would you rather go down into a cave or a party with some swingers? There's beasts around them caves. That cave, I don't want nothing to do with them. Well, you know, what do you want to have something to do with? Well, you make a good point about them people. Sure. You know, who knows uh, what we might 
find out there. I don't know how we're gonna get up to this tree that they live in. I'm not climbing. Well, I have a feeling they'll make themselves known to us one way or the other when we get into the vicinity and just keep looking up. I'm sure they've got ways to get up there. They don't fly. I don't think they're flyers. Yeah, well, I just hope they get some uh, fuel or some answers. Well, that's the that's the hope. I now, you can talk. You can talk to a person. You can't talk to a cave. Yeah, I can't. I can't live if we we're on a fuel. We're stuck here in the jungle. I can't live that way. All right. Okay. You know, I I, I I'm all about the train life. Okay. Well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we can stop at the cave, but again, it's kind of a gamble. And I think Tree City sounds more fun than Remote Cave. And then, but we should definitely stop at one of those at least before we get to the festering power plant. <clears throat> yeah. Well, if we're gonna do one, <clears throat> pick one now. I guess. Yeah. I think again, we both we got agree nothing, that the the, yeah. the tree uh, settlement looks good. Yeah, settlement looks good. It's probably in the cave. I'm gonna pass it. <laughs> All right, so we <clears throat> sounds like we've decided. Yeah, yeah, I think we're in agreement for once. And I'm going to mark off six hours. Yeah, and we have 72 hours. So now we have whatever 72 minus six is, I guess. Uh, yeah, that would be 66. Yeah. And um, the uh, the engineer uh, nods at you. Um, and uh, it sounded to me uh, like Moonbeam should probably take the three responsibility for uh, making that decision. Okay. I'm writing down three responsibility. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm taking responsibility because I'm an adult. Yeah, it was just your idea. You wanted right. to connect with these people. Sure, sure. And so, six hours later, you, be, you begin to hear the uh, um, the great wheels, you know, breaking uh, steel on steel, making a quite the uh, squeal uh, like to keep it rhymy and um, the, the giant train slowly begins to decelerate and it takes quite a bit of time for this massive train to finally stop but it does and uh, the engineer navigator sorry also, the engineer probably um, hands you some machetes <laughs> and says, "Okay, we have arrived. We are near the the settlement in the giant tree. Okay. I believe it is off to the west. west. And by now, it's it's actually morning. So you probably spent the six hours like sleeping or something. Yeah, little nappers. But but yes, uh, the stars." The star suggested it's to the west. Okay. So travel okay. away from the rising sun. Right, right. Got it. Jeez, uh, we've got to navigate the, like old 
old-timey explorers or something. Yeah, well, you hate nature so much. Here's your chance to get back at it. Just hack, hack away. I'll walk right behind you. Oh, I'm Go gonna, ahead. gonna whack these fucking leaves apart. It's right. gonna be Wha- fun. Yeah, whack it, whack away, whack it good. So you d- disembark from the hammer, mm-hmm. and with uh, now I'm gonna guess that Thaddeus is taking the lead on whacking the shit out of all the undergrowth in your way. Yeah. Because it sounds like something he would do. Um, so, and, it, and it's difficult and tiring. I mean, to even I'm sure you've probably uh, you know, walked around in the woods and, and stuff at times and, and, and when you're not on a trail, it can be a real pain in the ass because of all the shit everywhere. And this is like that but like a thousand times worse. I mean, it takes a ton of time just to move three feet. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so this thing could possibly be miles away. So it is obviously going to take an exceptionally long time. Um, And I think this probably uh, Thaddeus would... uh, Sounds like, well, you know, I think you since you took, I was going to say uh, body uh, role, but I but since you took the um, the materia, or not was that wasn't no you don't uh, hmm. you so you yeah you did take materia yep. but that, that, that that's not explicitly hating no. nature no so you, you you added that detail so I guess yeah go ahead and make a body body roll to uh, get through the okay and I don't have any marks correct you should not have any marks at this point so it's just uh, just one one die then 1d6 1d6 here we go okay and I rolled a 6 alright well you successfully managed to uh Push your way through uh, a big chunk of the uh, undergrowth and kind of deeper into the forest. And of course, make a mark next to body. Okay. And uh, it actually sort of starts to thin out a little bit. Um, and become kind of easier to get through. And you find yourselves in almost like a clearing area, um, which seems a little bit strange. This is a um, sign of habitation, I think. Yeah, somebody's been in here some, with some machetes, just like you. And you've been doing a great job, by the way, let me tell you. Yeah. And, uh,. There's almost a sort of trail that you can follow. Um, you could choose not to, but it seems like it's been at least slightly maintained. And looking around in this sort of clearing before you proceed, presumably down the trail, although that's well, that will be up to you, um, you see what are clearly identifiable as bones like animal bones scattered 
around. Hmm. Well, I wonder if they've been eating these nasty animals. Well, maybe. I mean, they're certainly probably not going to scatter their bones around, though. It's probably something... I hate to say it. Could be like a beast is eating these. I mean, if you were gonna, they were gonna eat the animal, wouldn't they like hunt the animal and bring it back and butcher it? You know, you know what I mean, Daddy. You know. Well, if they are decent humans, but they might not be. They might be. Okay. Uh, All right. Okay. Okay. Wild men. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's true. Because that's what nature does to you. Is that what it does? Okay. 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 That is okay. Yeah, and they they eat other. They, it turns into beasts, and you eat other beasts. You know, that's well, keep why. Keep your eye out for a, keep your eye that you not that you won't get eaten by a beast. Because I think there's beasts doing some eating around here. Circle of life, it's nature. Circle of life. Yeah, we got to stop nature. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna have my machete ready. To cut down <laughs> any of these beasts that come after me. Okay, ready, machetes. Right. Yeah. Now that we've now that we've now that we're away from that steel on steel squeal, let's ready machetes. Yes. All right. And I I assume you're gonna follow the trail or yeah you're gonna go off yeah. All right. Follow yes. the trail of wood chips. Follow the wood chips. Uh, it's not wood chips, right. and it's actually barely a trail. And as you begin walking down it, it seems more like a wildlife trail than. Yeah, we know something man-made. It's probably uh, it's a area where a bunch of uh, traffic from animals is, and then we're just walking right into some house where some gross animal lives, and he's gonna just. I don't think I don't think animals live in houses, though. Well, I mean, you really, like you really uh, don't know much about nature, do you? No, I don't know nothing. But you know, they gotta live in something. Yeah, you know. Th- yeah. Th- they gotta, they like, live in holes or something. I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, Thaddeus. Okay. Let's uh, keep our eyes open, though. If this is a game trail, you know, and if they do hunt, then we're probably more or less. In the, keep your ears out, though. You know, keep your ears open for the sounds of like banging or clanging or little kids laughing or you know sounds that carry. They wouldn't sound like nature. Keep our ears off of that, okay? Okay, that is okay. Yeah, <laughs> I start throwing that on. <laughs> Just, that's developed. It's a thing now. Okay, okay, that is. So um, you proceed down this trail um, for quite some time, and it's not perfectly clear. You do have to whack, you know, the occasional gotcha. uh, uh, plants out of your way, but it's m- much better than it was initially. When you see, off in the distance, down some some ways down the trail, through you know the various brush and vines and stuff that are still kind of blocking your way, a very large bear that has not noticed you yet because oh. you have been keeping pretty quiet and not talking for the past several minutes, so it's, it looks like it has not noticed you. Um, and it seems to be just uh, kind of rooting around, looking for food, as bears often, you know, do. What the fuck is that? Is that a fucking teddy bear that's come to life? Hey, it's better than an owl bear. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell that is. Look, I hate this. 
Hey, all these fucking animals and no, all no, this. It's okay. Don't panic. He's more afraid of us than we are of him. If he turns to charge, the important thing to yeah. remember is don't run. Just put your hands up in the air and scream and try to look really big and scary, okay? I don't think he's more afraid of us. I, I mean, I don't see him shitting, shitting himself. And me? Yeah, I'm shitting myself. Well, he hasn't seen us yet, but he's going to see us if we keep talking. So let's just very quietly keep walking. Uh, keep walking the other way. Uh, just around him. Just jog around him a little bit. Just skirt him. Just skirt him a little bit. Okay, that is. Okay. Yeah, whatever you say. Yeah, I think so we... you're going to try to sneak past the bear. Yeah, sounds yeah. Like. Let's let's sneak past the bear. Well, I hope I don't step on any stupid twigs. I hope you don't too. Well, um. I think typically, it, typically uh, a task or an obstacle w- requires only one outrider to make a roll. But since you are both have to do it, I think I need to rule that you both need to make body rolls. Okay, I'd like to argue for my nature roll because I know to work with nature and I know not to step on twigs. Okay, uh, I think that's thank feasible. you, thank you. Just because I have it, you know. So okay, just just now do what I do. Okay, okay, that is okay. And I'm going to make my nature roll, and I have a two. Um, uh, so I have a one mark in body, so I'm rolling one plus one. I'm rolling two d sixes. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to make my mark in Natura. I'm, I'm Natura. And uh, we don't want to roll any ones. No ones. And I rolled a one. No. Just one? Just one one. You got options, dude. Don't forget you got options. Yeah. We might want to save those. We got two options. Okay, fight a bear than Thaddeus. Okay, okay, Thaddeus, okay. <laughs> well, one just means what? I can't remember. Well, I think it just it, means you lose an yeah, hour. Yeah. Okay, we lose So it hour. takes you an hour <laughs> to so get slow. through the woods <laughs> silently. I'm going way out of my bear. way to avoid oh. the bear. Okay, I guess you don't want to fight a bear. Good. Okay, Thaddeus. Good. Well, and of course, you know, you, 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 you in order to get off the trail and th- through the thicker undergrowth, you're going to have to, you know, get back using that machete and uh, whacking through the thick undergrowth again, which I would rule that, uh, you know, someone with Naturia wouldn't necessarily have to do. So, it sounds like you might need to actually make another body roll to to get through that particular obstacle of the thick undergrowth once again, having chosen to uh, get off the trail. Okay. Um, now I have two marks. Yeah. So I'm rolling three D6s. I kind of like to have mechanic, you know, a little pushing it kind of mechanic. And we lost an... Wait, so we lost uh, one hour? Yeah, you're down to 65. Okay. Yeah. 65 hours before it all goes kaput. And I lost. And I rolled another one. 
Jesus, this goddamn <laughs> fucking jungle. It's a lot of twigs. But you do get uh, around the bear without, you know, having to, uh, uh, without alerting it and having to potentially, you know, either scare it away or fight it or whatever. So now that was another body roll, so I make, so I have three marks. Yep. All right. And uh, so after a couple hours of struggling, um, you do make it back to the trail. Or what, you know, what passes for a trail uh, in these, this thick overgrown forest on the other side of the bear. Where you walk again for quite some time. And you come to a very wide river. Mm. Uh, more body rules. <laughs> okay, well, tell you what now. Now if it's really wide, then chances are hey, maybe it's, maybe it's not that deep. No, I know. You might be able to wade it. I, I'm a builder. I build stuff, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, well, I don't work with nature stuff, but I don't know, maybe between the two of us we could build a bridge or something. Or cut down mm. a tree, just lay it across. You know, I don't know I don't know about you know, walking into the water. Well, you know, uh Sometimes just uh, swimming, you know, it's not that bad. Just wait across. Cause, uh, but on the other hand, you know, you're a builder, you're crafty, I like that. We could build a bridge, but I mean, I'd recommend like a rope bridge, something nice and simple, something doable, keep our goals achievable, you know? Uh, but then we're going to lose some more hours. Uh, yeah, we're going to lose some hours. If you don't want to lose hours, then jump in and swim, buddy. But I will say that the, uh, the, the f- current is not flowing particularly rapidly. I mean, it's it's pretty lazy, wide river, you know, kind of like the Mississippi down yeah. in Louisiana. Lazy river? Just get on our back. We'll back paddle. But Look up at the sky. Who knows what's in that river, you know? There could be um, sharks or octopuses. Uh, like I don't know what, what you know. It's, the octopuses it and water. sharks. The octopuses and sharks are more afraid of you. And you are of them. Just make yourself real big. Just swim really quietly like you just did. If it takes you two hours to swim across, it takes you two. No, you can only swim quietly. But, yeah, you know, there could be something in the water. Sure, sure. There's a risk. Risk we got to take. But uh, I'm all for building, like, a vine or rope bridge. we got machetes. But somebody's going to have to get... I mean... Somebody's going to have to swim across to, put, you know... It, well, is there, like... like how, how wide is this river? I mean, it's not a mile wide, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it, it, building a bridge would be a feat. It would be an undertaking. Yeah, we don't have that kind of time, and uh, I was going to suggest maybe if there was like a, but it's obviously not like um, fording a, a little creek in Oregon Trail. Um, no. I was going to suggest we, you know, do cut down a, like a tree or something but it's way too 
wide for that, is so we'll have to wade into it, I guess. Yeah, and we'll swim if we have to. I mean, I guess if there's a, like a log around, if you want to like float on a log over there. Oh, well, we could it, yeah. float on one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, or and I was going to. I mean, there's enough, um, you know, fallen branches and vines and shit. You know, a little raft or something wouldn't yeah. be. Yeah, we got a materia guy here. Go ahead and materia us up a little raft. It shouldn't take too long. And you know, that's a that's kind of a nature thing, natura. No, you know, no, no, nature is to swim across like a man well, would do. I would say um, Nateria to f- like source the materials and, and yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Materia to okay. fashion them look, into something. You could build. Let me see. I'm gonna find you the right part. Okay, I'm gonna find you the right part. Just look. Now I've got already a mark next to uh, nature, so I'm gonna roll two dice, and I got. Uh oh, <laughs> I got a four and a one. So I did get a one. It took sixty three hours. Well, it took me a while, but. What do you think of this? You think you could do something with these? I got some like vines here. You can like I know you don't have like hammer and nails, but you could use these little vines. They're like you string, right? You can do a little tying with them. Don't tell me how to do my job. Oh, I won't okay, tell you okay. how to do yours. Okay, yes, that is. I will. will work with these vines. I'll okay. tie them up. Uh, we'll get a good floater going. All right. Okay, that is. Okay. Okay, that is. All right. Okay. Yeah. You. You know, you got a, a real annoying habit <laughs> that you do. I don't know okay. if anyone's ever told you that. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll try to look out for it, okay? okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know if you marked. I want to see you mark down. I'm going to mark my next nature roll, so I have two marks now. And I don't think you've used materia yet, have you? He has not. Well, I'm about to, I guess. He's about to now. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. So I just need to roll one. Yep. Okay. To make a little raft. And I rolled a two. Okay. Well, you have completed and the I, raft. Now I mark. make a mark. And that, oh, and that's just in, uh, Atera? Yep. Got it. And, uh, you've made a raft, um, basically just large enough for the two of you, uh, to kind of sit on with your legs kind of dangling in the water um, kind of back to back um, so it's not like the greatest raft in the world but it floats and it looks like it will get you across the river yeah you straddle it. it's like a motorcycle raft good job it was great okay 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 yeah this is this is uh, my handiwork this is what I'm good at this sucker's sturdy and it's gonna get us all the way to the other side no problem and uh would you like to uh sort of paddle your way across yeah 
We'll have to kick. Kick yeah, the water. Kick. That's right. Stupid water. Yeah, because that won't disturb any sharks. Yeah, well, kick a stupid shark. There you go. Um, so, yeah. You, uh, start kicking, which does sort of speed up the, uh, the raft a bit. It seems, you know, it sort of accelerates. But it also seems to get the attention of something in the water, which begins sort of swimming in circles around you as you are uh, floating across. Go away! It, it hasn't done anything yet, but it's, it's definitely noticing you. Oh, uh, just stop, curious. Stop kicking. No, it's just, just curious. Just kick casually. We go. We'll, we'll see if it goes away. We stop. <laughs> okay. Just float here a little bit. Okay, Thaddeus. Okay. Go away. It does not go away. It uh, it continues. You see, you can still see, and you can't even make out like a shape. It's it's basically a dark, oblong blob, just circling around. Hey, you got near that? You know. That uh, <clears throat> that hippie stuff, like granola on you or something, you could feed to it. No, no, I don't think river monsters like granola anyway. Let's just, uh, like I said, let's just go back to kicking. You know, every minute that we sit here talking, we could be kicking, and we could be one step closer to not having to worry about whatever is circling around us. Okay, that is okay, okay. I don't know. I'm afraid to put my feet back in there. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll put my feet in for you. My, I already picture my shoes are already like tied my shoelaces together, and their my boots are hanging around my neck, and I've got my pants rolled up, you know, to the knee. And uh, so I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and try it. Don't worry. See if I have uh, some corn nuts or something in my pockets. Sometimes okay. I find some in there. I want to okay. throw them at there if I find any. I'll, that, I'll that kick thing. and you look. I'll kick and you do a hard target corn nut search. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, um, yeah, sh- sure, you have some corn nuts. Why not? You have a few corn nuts. Um, <laughs> oh, it's got nuts. a few. Yeah. Yeah, how they get, they get, they, you know, fall down into a little, you know, corner of the pocket, and I always find a couple of kernels there. Well, on a standard, you know, rations on the, in the train culture, because, you know, corn nuts they keep for like, put them on a shelf, and 15 years later, you crack them open, they're still good, so, yeah. That's probably. Not true at all. I don't don't know. (laughs) I don't either. I don't either. (laughs) I don't know Um, what corn nuts are made of. Are they actually? Are they corn? Are they nuts? Yeah. Yeah. They're like uh, corn that kernels that have been like nutified, turned into. I think stone hominy first, and then yeah, basically turned into stone by Medusa's gaze. Right, just got like a factory with you know hominy coming by on a conveyor belt with a Medusa looking at the hominy. I actually really like hominy though. I'm a big hominy yeah. man. Hominy is is good. At, oh well, let's, I could get no, off on it. We're not going to get off on a tangent, but Ryan could probably do like a whole cooking podcast just by himself. So you know. You know, That's now that would be the ultimate. Can we find a way to combine, you know, cooking? And Has there ever been, like, a role-playing game about, like, dueling chefs? There's been 
role-playing games about dueling boxers, dueling bands. You know, need to do like a kitchen-related RPG. I, I think have to do some research. Our yeah. friend Joe posted something about that. Did he? Recently. Okay. Hello, Joe. By the way, yeah, because I'm sure you're listening, and we appreciate it. But enough of the diversion. I will continue to kick across uh, the river while, and he's got his corn nuts. So maybe the river monster will be distracted by the delicious Medusa hardened hominy mm. that gets thrown into the river. Well, the uh, the river monster continues circling. Does not do anything else at this point. Come on, it river seem, monster. Come on. If it if it ate the corn nuts, um, you can't tell. <laughs> Actually, they would probably still be just floating in the water there. Um, and uh, I, I'll I think choke uh, on it. <laughs> I think Moonbeam should make a body roll. I will, to, and I haven't bodied yet. I haven't bodied yet. So, so here's just my one dice, and my skinny little legs do good. I rolled a three. All right. Well, you make it. Uh, you know, to the other side without uh, the monster continues monster or whatever. Maybe it's just a big fish. Um, circles you all the way, and as you get um, to the other side and get off the raft, which I assume you you know pull out of the water and set next to the uh, riverbank so that you can take it all the way back. Um, the river monster fish thing just uh, disappears. Okay. Well, Operation Cornut was a success then. Okay. May have just been uh, some foreshadowing for the trip back. Yeah. Well, let's keep our eyes and ears yeah. open now. Well, we'll have to find some corn nuts out here. Although, well, they ain't natural. I know that. Well, so maybe we'll, the... Uh, maybe they'll the, make, have to make some. Maybe the swingers will have some, some corn nuts. You know, speaking of the swingers, you see now that you've gotten off the raft. The what the, has to be the biggest tree here in the forest, and you can see high up in the branches, you know, some sort of almost like, you know, uh, a Wookiee settlement type mm-hmm. thing. It looks mm-hmm. like you yeah. know, um, on, on Kashik, so. Um, that must be what you're looking for. That's gotta be. And it doesn't look like it's super close, and it's gonna take some time to get there, but that must be it. Well, we're hacking then. Do you want me to take a turn with the machete there, pal? You doing okay, buddy? Uh, Need a little rest? No. I got this. Okay, alright, okay, okay. Hack Hack your way towards the, uh, Towards this, the settlement in the sky. Hack away. Uh, you know what? My arms feel like <laughs> like jelly right now. Right. Okay. Uh, I was gonna hack more, but these are just two two limp noodles right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll I'll go ahead and and hack. And, uh, I I might be able to argue nature hack. for this, but I don't really want to. Hack I, it if you can hack it. I will. I will. Watch this. This is how you hack. And uh, these ain't hacky sacks. No, this ain't no black. This, this ain't no black hack. This, this, is a, this is a green hack. 
And so, uh, should I make a body roll, Ryan? Yes. Please. All right, here comes two dice. Boxcar, two sixes. We good. Well, that's the best thing you could have rolled. Yes, it is. And you take no additional extra time. Good. Um, and you hack your way. You're, you're hacking your friends. You just killed Jimmy and Sally. <laughs> No, that's not how it works. This is... I don't think you really understand. You don't really get nature, do you? No, I don't get it at all. Okay. I hate okay. it. I I don't even want to look at it. I'm closing my eyes for the rest of the way there. You just okay. lead the way. Uh, you just got to think about the health of nature in the aggregate, okay? If you cut vines here and there, it ain't going to hurt anybody, okay? Okay, Thaddeus, okay? I hope it hurts them. I want to hear them scream. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you, you hack your way um, through the forest. To Where do we go now? <laughs> to the massive tree. And uh, you you get there, and it's like a giant, you know, you know, like those those redwoods in California with, like, they you can drive a car through. Car through, them. right, like, right. Yeah, it's like that kind of that kind of thing but even bigger um and you look up and you can see this settlement but you there's not there, there's not a staircase or a ladder there's no way you could climb this freaking tree at least not you know with um you, know, you couldn't like get your arms around the thing even yeah you know? can't um, bear hug it there's not a uh, a staircase. There's not. A, oh, wait a minute. You think you see? You can just barely make out the uh, frayed ends of what must have been a rope ladder high up in the sky. Mm. Oh, we're gonna have to build our own ladder. Up there to connect with that one or something. Well, maybe they're just maybe they wait for visitors and then they like lower something down. Maybe we ought to announce our presence politely. What do you what say? We, what do we do to knock on the trunk or something? Announce no, ourselves. You, just call out and announce yourself, but be really polite about it. Don't be like your normal personality. You know, try to be a little more. No, I don't know. Abrasive. Well, you know, I don't know turn, what that means. Just turn the dial to sweet. Okay, okay, that is. Turn the dial to sweep and uh, call out. Call out our presence. Let them know we're hey, here. Hey, hey, tree peeps. We're well, here. Actually, before before you even <laughs> do that, just as, as, as Moonbeam is kind of explaining what he wants you to do, you hear a... <laughs> and an arrow lands in the ground next to you. What the hell is that? Well, I will raise my arms and, like, you know, put my hands up. No any trouble. No any trouble. No. His tone can be abrasive. I know. Okay. Just we don't want no, no and, trouble. And he's, you know, passive aggressive. No, I'm not. I'm really not. Okay, but but uh we come in peace. 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 <laughs> I'm not going to run yet. They don't respond verbally. Um but 
there's no immediate hail of arrows or anything. Okay. So that is a bonus. So they don't speak our language or they're just non-verbal people. Well, maybe they're like talking it over amongst themselves. Put away your machete. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't stand so aggressively. Uh, I'm not... This is just... This is how a man stands. Yeah, okay. You know, okay, that is. Okay. Gotta okay. put... You You have to, uh... You know, out, have your, uh... Your pelvis out slightly. And your hands... Uh... On your... Back of your hips. And, okay. um... I'm like I'm like doing all this while he's saying it. And I'm copying the way he's standing. You mean like this, like this, like this, right, like this? Okay, yeah, just like instead of putting your hands on the side of your hips, you put them like rest them all the way, almost on the, the you know small of your back. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. And okay. with your thrust out your p- pelvis. Okay, that's Please. how a man stands. Okay. Listen, we, we, we ask you once again for your your hospitality. We invoke the ancient laws of hospitality. And finally, <clears throat> you do hear a voice hollering down from this settlement high up in the tree. And it says, Tocha! Sand people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Tucha 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 my friend Tucha You don't even know what that means. It probably means hello. Obviously it's a greeting. Yeah that's probably a warning he's gonna fill us with these pointy stick things. And you see a door open and it's kind of um, you know it's a wooden door made of um, wood you know well, well yes wood obviously but it's like uh, you know branches and, and you know small logs sort of tied together and uh, it's probably not coincidentally um, directly above the remnants of this rope ladder and the door, this door opens, and a completely nude man is standing there with a uh, some, you know, kind of a makeshift bow and arrow. And he raises it up and pulls the string back, and says again, "Tocha." And I think that's where we're going to uh, quit for this episode. Okay. 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 <laughs> I feel like I'm getting that from somewhere. I feel like I'm picking that up subconsciously from some other pop culture source, but I can't think of where it is. I can't Could think be of Mr. Garrison, maybe? Okay. 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 Well, maybe there's a touch of that in there, okay? Okay. But. Anyway, cool. Yeah. Next week. So we'll All right. Naked man to give us some train fuel. <laughs> you never know. Hey everybody, if you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. 
Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world. And check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com. Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.